welcome to our first episode of Inside Thoughts Out Loud. This is our YouTube podcast, sitting down, talking to you about everything. And this is our very first episode. My name is Karita. My name is Chanel. And we are here to talk about many things. But first, we want to introduce ourselves. And because you're older, I'll let you go first. I'm not older. Yeah, you are. I'm older? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently I'm older. <laughs> I don't think that's true. But anyways, what, it's like the two days? You know, you're born 1987. <laughs> don't say it like that. Well, is it? <laughs> I'm 88. Okay, she's fine, <laughs> fine. I'm the older one, so I'll start first. My name is Chanel, and I am a friend of Karita's, and we decided to put our thoughts together that we really should be keeping to ourselves. And we're going to say it out loud and possibly offend people, but I'm not worried about that. Are you? No, not even in the least bit. So, <clears throat> my name is Karita. I am younger than her. <laughs> I'm 20. Oh, God. No, I'm not. No, you're not. I'm 30. That's a lie. Five, four. No, I'm 35. <laughs> I'm married. I have a cat son. And I live in Ontario. This is where we reside. I studied law, but I don't work in law. I won't tell you what I work in because that's not even those moves. I don't even know why she's giving all this information. That's an intro. Like, intro. Yeah, that, yeah, that also creates stalkers. By telling them where you are. Ontario. It's a, it's a big place. I'm in Peterborough. That's where I'm at. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, anyway, that's me. And we came up with the idea to do a podcast because we met each other late last year or early last year? Early last year. Early last year. And we started talking and we realized, A, we're both, both Virgos, which is a gift in and of itself. Yeah. And, B, our conversations were enlightening, funny insightful and they lasted a really long time during work hours which is really frowned upon yeah so there's that <laughs> and they were confronting and they really helped each, each of us evolve in different ways she would call me out on shit that i didn't realize i needed to be called out on and i would call her out on things so we decided let's take our skills and share it with the world yeah and so that is why inside thoughts out loud has become a thing for your viewing pleasure yeah it's a lot of words but it's not it'll grow on you as it'll grow on me. And and we will grow on you. Hopefully. Like a wart that is just loving. Isn't it an itchy wart? No, definitely not. Check it. Little small one. Cute one. Anyway. Okay, so what are we talking about today? What did we come here for? So we are going to talk about a couple of things. The first thing I wanted to do is we were talking on the phone during work hours. And I had a question for her. And because she has, we're very similar. You'll see. But we're also very different. And so I love to sort of get her input or her thought process on topics that I have thought about. You will come to find that I'm unique. Um, and that's what makes me lovable. So my question <laughs> for Chanel is today, oh what would you do if the world was coming to an end? Would you fight, survive, or unalive yourself? I like all of those options. <clears throat> I have to pick one? Yeah. Because you can't do all <laughs> Uh ooh, I'm definitely not fighting. I'm not a not a fighter. I'm a lover. You know what I'm saying? No, um, I'm not fighting because one, when the world gets back together, I really don't want to help build it back up, and it sucks already as it is. So I'm just probably. I don't know if I would unalive myself. Ooh, you know what? I'd have a really great steak dinner, 
and then I'd unalive myself. Okay, see, I've seen that in movies where, like, they're like, this is my that last my final, night. My final meal, like they do in prison. Or, yeah. Or, you know, they put row. on their favorite music, they smoke their favorite cigar, sip their wine. I would smoke a joint. And then go to pe- go to bed peacefully, and then that would be it. Mm-hmm. So I originally was of the mind that I would be a fighter, because that's how I live. I fight to survive. Um, but there was a young lady on TikTok that brought up a good point, and she was like, as a woman, mm-hmm. and in a, in a state of no rules, no regulators, no law, no protection really, as a woman, you are extremely vulnerable to, you know, extracurricular activities you're not interested in. Are you telling me you're worried about being... No, not zombies. <laughs> <laughs> but that's interesting. I just meant people. Okay. I see where we're going with this. Yeah, you see? You see? Um, there's okay. where we're different, but the same. <laughs> so my more, my concern more so was like... I wanted a clear vision I'm, of what you were trying I'm to say. I'm glad you... Uh, I'm, actually, I'm not glad you needed that, because I thought that was pretty clear. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think zombies would but, have the... But were you referring to sexual things? Or, yeah. like, torture? No, like a combination of the two. Basically. Being afraid of men coming for you because you're a woman in a world where there are no rules, there's no law, mm. and they're coming to take your body because why not? Okay, well. So she brought up that point, um, and I thought to myself, that's a good point, especially if you are a woman who doesn't have male protection. And even if you do, if they figure you're dude, it's three or four on one dude, they're going to kill him, and then, and that's not really, I don't want to say that word much, but that's not really a desired experience. <laughs> Wow. So I That's thought a whole lot to think about. Well, I mean, with the way the this the world is today, it's a pretty important thought process, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you have to like fight not to every day, anyways. N- not really fight, but you just have to be diligent. In that world, you're fighting. You need weapons. Uh, I have weapons in my throughout my house. Well, you got weapons, so yeah, there's but, that. Yeah, but I'm still a small, fragile little lady. So. <laughs> And if a dude thinks I'm cute and wants to take something from me, even if he doesn't think I'm cute and wants to take something oh, he's from still me, gonna take something from me. exactly. And I don't want to be a part of that world, so I changed my answer from wanting to fight so you're to unaliving? definitely unaliving. And I know, I, and I, I have a husband. No disrespect to you, love. I'm sure you would fight to protect me, mm. but if it's dudes on one dude, that's questionable, though. That's questionable. You think he's gonna fight a whole bunch of guys? Yeah, he was a boxer. Oh, true. So he has skills. He could. Mm. Um, but that would. I don't want him to have to fight to, to, to protect me all the time. <laughs> okay. I would rather we just go to sleep together and then just be like, bye-bye. Okay, so let me ask you something. Yes. This end of the world thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, are you unaliving yourself immediately as soon as you find out it's the end of the world? No. Or, okay. Well, Definitely not. Because I feel like... You're going to wait it out and get some updates I from the like government? I feel like currently we're on the edge of the end of the world anyway. And I'm not ready to end it because Amazon still ships my, my packages. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, I got to wait for it to be like alarms going off. Like, you know, the newscasting where they're like, this is our last news reporting. We don't know what's going to happen. Goodbye. And then it's like, eee. Oh my God. I got to wait for, you know, uh, bombs going off and, and, and air forces. And I got to wait for the whole shoot and shebang before I'm like, all right, I'm going to give it 48 hours. And even then, yeah. So I would need probably like a week. And then I'd be like, all right. A week? Really? No. Okay, listen. COVID went on for like three years and we were just waiting. Yeah, but that wasn't end of the world. But it could have been. Yeah, but it didn't feel like the end of the so world. So how do you know what the end of the world You would like? know. People running around going, ah, ah, They were doing that. People were running around. They were 
hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> it, did, I, you, it did feel very much. The shelves were empty in the grocery store. It legit were. felt very simple. But we were just like walking around Walmart like, man, there's no ground beef. Like we weren't like, <laughs> we weren't like freaking out about it. We weren't at that point yet. I don't think we were at that exactly. point. Exactly. So when we're at but the point. But you won't know when that point is. You will. I know. Okay. So first of all, <laughs> let me backtrack and give you guys a little back history on Chanel here. She doesn't watch movies. No. So she doesn't know what the apocalyptic movies okay. look like. That's true. And you know. I've when watched some movies. When in like 1996, probably sometime in the 90s and the 2000s. Okay. <laughs> if you've watched an apocalyptic movie recently, you know there's a there's a very clear sense that shit's going. Okay. Down. Well, did you see that movie? Which I can't tell you the name of because I don't know the name of it. But see, that's useful. <laughs> they get like a a text message, I guess, like towards the end of the world, and everyone gets a text message, and then only some people are going to be brought into like the shelter. That's many a movies. There's many really. This one. is recent. This is with what's his face. Gerard Butler. Yeah. Yes, I've seen it. You've seen that one. Of course. So, do you think you'd get a text message, or you think you'd get like blown up? How? Of what importance am I to the government for them to be like, "Hey, girl, we got a bunker. Just we're gonna send you a link, and you're gonna." Get... They're not calling me. They're not calling insurance people. Unless, <laughs> unless they figure like they can useful. use my womb, they don't care. Your your womb is not helpful. They want people to rebuild society and repopulate the earth. No, there's they took children and stuff and and women and men. Well, that's they, what I mean. They took like the engineers. And okay, their you wives. asked me the question, and now you're telling me I'm of no importance. So yeah, I'm sorry about that. Okay. Sometimes I do that. <laughs> so there we go. I would clearly be waiting probably about a week, hunkering down, you know, trying to protect my little my little domicile, and then I'd be like, okay, babe, you know what? Um, kiss the ring. Let's peace out, and we would go. Kissing the ring, damn. Yeah, kiss our rings. I'd probably make sure my mom was okay, or maybe she would have done like herself too, because she's older. That's another thing. You ever wonder what your what? what, what well, you know what? Is? I have a kid, so I don't know if I would want to unalive myself because then I'd have to unalive. So you have to fight then. Shit. You have to fight to survive for him, her, them. Okay, well, where okay. they are? Them one, only one. Yes, only one will only ever be one. Uh, yeah, I guess I'd have to fight then. I have to switch up my thing because I'm there's. There's no way I'm killing my kids. Yeah. So. See? And I went from fighting to being like, I'm going to have a steak dinner and then be out. <laughs> I'm still having steak, though. <laughs> Good luck finding it. Oh, touche. So that's... That's true. You see? This is how our conversations go. We... Flutter, flutter. All over the place. Okay. Um, what else you got? I have many questions, but I wanted to talk to you about my TV show. So I'm a big fan of reality TV. Oh, no. Um, Yeah. And I one of those. am a, I also auditioned and made it almost on being on Big Brother Canada. So if you're a fan of Big Brother Canada, you've been watching this season. Big Brother is basically a collective of random people picked with different aspects of themselves, brought into a house where there's no TV, no outside world, no news, no phones, no anything. You're only inside this house. I thought it was basically like a sex bunkie. No. No. <laughs> no. No, not at all. But We're I mean, not all just getting together and having sex. Some people do. That's Big Brother US, and if you know, you know. But in Big Brother Canada or in Big Brother, basically, you're fighting to make it to the last, be the last person in the house mm-hmm. to win money, and it's basically by being liked the most, being strategic, winning competitions. It's, it's a it encompasses a lot of different skills: people skills, personal skills, listening skills. Oh my god! <clears throat> yeah listening skills so in this on in this on this season basically (coughs) there are a number of people with interesting personalities 
And this past week's episodes were a bit confronting if you're a person of color. So basically <laughs> in the show, there's a character named, well, not a character, a guy named Ty, Hope, yes, and Zach. These are three males in the house that are quite alpha male. Mm -hmm. And basically what happens is Hope wins the veto, which allows him to take himself off the block because he was nominated for eviction. And he decides he wants to use it on himself. However, Ty, who is a Toronto man, which is a very important piece of information. He, What's a veto? <clears throat> Sorry. A veto is basically, I get to veto your nomination. You know, like how when you're picking like a... Like, you can just take over... Like, what do you mean? So, as a nominee, you have the right to play for a veto, which allows you to save yourself from the block. Oh. So, because he was nominated, he was basically given the opportunity to play for a veto, to remove himself, to basically save himself for the week, and then the HOH, which is the head of household, they would then have to pick another person to go on the block. Okay. Make sense? Sure. Okay. So... After Hope won, he was like, I'm going to take myself off the block. And Ty and Zach were, like, trying to m mentally bend their way into outsmarting him, into using it on himself. Mm -hmm. And being like, that's not the move. You got to take off Santina, which is another girl in the house. Don't like her. Whatever. Of course. Um, and so Hope is like, why would I not protect myself? And they're like, all right, fine. Do what you're going to do. So then we find out through watching the conversations between Ty and Zach that Ty has dirt on Hope that can get him kicked out of the house. Now, in Big Brother... Ty has <clears throat> dirt. dirt on Hope? Yeah, Hope is the guy who took himself off the block. This is a guy? Yeah, Hope is a guy. Noted. Black guy from Milton. His name... His Hope. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Let's carry on. Anyway, <laughs> so um, <laughs> Hope decides... So, so Ty basically is telling Zach, I'm going to use this information... I'm going to go to Big Brother and I'm going to get him disqualified. Mm -hmm. So there are certain things you cannot have without being it being given to you by Big Brother. Letters from your loved ones or things from the outside world. You can't okay. get information. Remember I said no phones. Excuse me. Sorry. Okay. No phones, no internet, no TV. So you're not supposed to be getting any communication from your loved ones unless it's given to you by Big Brother. Okay. Um, and so it turns out that Hope's girlfriend, when she was sending his clothes, snuck in a little love letter just a little love letter like i'm proud of you you know i miss you already do good blah blah, blah. rat on him on that for that so ty decides he's upset and because hope isn't going to do what he wants him to do which is put himself in the line of fire to basically go home mm -hmm. instead of protecting himself ty decides he wants to go tell big brother and get hope kicked out Big Brother hears, calls Zach in, and he's like, what's, they're like, what's to do with this letter, blah, 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 yeah. have you seen it? Zach is like, yes, I've seen it, it's, you know, it's basically just encouraging words. But the the guys kept referring to it as cheating. Now, my perspective is, if... What, it's not his girlfriend? <clears throat> no, 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 cheating as, like, he's cheating in the game. Oh, in the game. Yeah. And my, my theory is, is, if the letter contained information that would give him an advantage playing against people, mm -hmm. which it was impossible because she sent it in and it came in the second day they were and in the she's house. she's not there. So she doesn't know well, what's happening. Watching, there. we can see conversations that Hope can't. Yeah. But the game had just started. So there was no information to share. It was just, I love you. I hope you do well. Now, they feel like words of encouragement from your family is a form of support that Big Brother gives you when you win something. So they felt like it was an unfair advantage because he had the letter. So anyway, that gave him like some sort of like boost. Will to go on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Ty, basically Zach gets confronted by Big Brother. It's this whole thing. It becomes a big blow up in the house. Shout out to Koozie and Koozie's family. She is another house member. Mm -hmm. She called them out hard. She's like, and my big issue is the same thing that she brings up. You want to call the letter a form of cheating. Yeah. However, you have this information for weeks. 
and you chose to use it at an opportune time when you felt it would benefit your game. How is you not holding on to this information just as much as cheating as Hope having the letter in his pockets? Yeah. And using it as a form of bullying and manipulation to to move the game in a way that you want because it's not going your way. So this big blow-up happens. Zach gets called out. Hope uh, gets called out by Big Brother. He has to give Big Brother the letter. Small reprimanding. He can't vote for the week. I think the way that Big Brother Canada handled it was mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. But... Oh, and so what they did was, is they gave So every... why didn't he just tell Big Brother about the letter? Because he wanted to keep it in his back pocket as a form of power. Not... The guy who got the letter? Oh, you mean Hope? Yeah. Hope was like, well, it's just a letter that's like a loving letter. And it is, because he hadn't won anything. So it was a mm. form of boosting morale. So yes, in that instance, you could say it is unfair. But I don't feel like it's fair to say it was cheating. No, no, not cheating. But I'm saying, like, if I got that letter mm-hmm. and i know i'm not supposed to have that letter i would just let them know i got the letter so no one else can use that shit against me yeah he didn't think that oh. he didn't think that way i think you and i would have been like let me keep this for 24 hours and then give it to big brother but he kept it and he made the critical error mm-hmm. of trying to build trust between himself and ty which he never should have done and he gave ty the letter he showed it to him nobody had really known he showed ty the letter before showing big brother the letter that guy's an idiot so right, I, I, mean, I don't think he's an idiot. I'm not just, an idiot, but I'm just saying, like nobody in that house is your person. You, right. You're you're there to you're, you're there to win. And that so was, why would you show someone who's going to be competing with you that letter and not give it to Big Brother who gets to decide whether you stay or go? Like that's just backwards. See, and that's kind of what my frustration was when I was watching the episode because I kept thinking to myself, he kept saying, you know, I have I had been working with these guys and I wanted to show with them that I was down. Friends, you're in the house for your family. Yeah. So if your family gives you a, a smidgen of an advantage, you take that shit to the grave. Yeah. You do not share with. I don't. You give them a give them a secret, a made up one. It's but it's a okay. This is gonna sound cold, but it's just like a fucking letter. Why are we showing people this letter? What does it matter? And when he did, I would have ripped it up, got rid of it. Right, I would have like you know, I would put it in my pillowcase and just it would have just been in there till the end of the show. Nobody would have known it was there. Mm-hmm. So hope, I love Hope's energy and that he thought he was doing a sensible thing. But from a strategy mind perspective, if you know there's an inkling that somebody can use something against you, yeah, you don't give it to them. You don't share that information. Yeah. So once that happened, Hope was in his situation. Once he took himself off the block. Um, before Ty and Zach used this information against Hope, they kind of got in his face. Now, the important part of this story is that Hope is a black male, mm-hmm. dark skin like you and I. Ty is fair skin, and Zach is white. Okay. Ty and Zach are in cahoots, and Hope is on his own. They're well-built, strong young guys. Hope is in the room, sitting down by himself, reflecting on what's happened. Zach walks in. No, sorry. Ty walks in and is very aggressive to Hope. You think I'm intimidating you? You're going around telling people in the house that I'm intimidating you? Do you feel like that? In his whole Toronto man bravado. And Hope's like, no, I'm good. Like, we're good. Don't worry about it. Basically, back up and leave me alone. Yeah. So he leaves. Then Zach walks in. And Zach likes, bro, what's going on, bro? Like, I hear you're telling people, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're they're poking at Hope now. Bro. Yeah. He didn't say bro. Or maybe he did. I don't know. I don't, I don't listen to him. <laughs> So whatever, Hope is like, it's good. Just like Zach, uh, uh, Ty just came in here and did the same thing. Like he's got the whole bravado. Like he is being aggressive, but I got it. I can handle it. Just leave me alone. Zach leaves and goes and tells Ty, basically pumps up the story. He's like, he just said you walked in there and intimidated him. 
Ty goes back in the room with Zach to now confront Hope. Hope stands up. And it looks like at this point, there's a potential for there to be a fight. Yeah. So I'm worried now because it's this energy that seems very problematic from a that Ty and Zach target Hope and yeah. try to push him to respond aggressively so he gets disqualified on his own. Mm-hmm. And when he didn't respond that way, then they use the letter to get him disqualified another way. This is my brain working the way it does. Yeah. And when that didn't work, Zach was like, well, if they don't reprimand him the way we want to, mind you, Zach is now on the block. Yeah. Because Hope took himself down, Koozie put Zach up because Zach is a big threat in the game. Mm-hmm. So now Hope, uh, Zach is of the, of the mind that because Big Brother didn't do what they wanted them to do, they have to walk out of the game. Mm-hmm. Ty is like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. When it comes down to it, Zach is doubling down. He's like, they're not going to reprimand him. In fact, they've given everybody a letter. We look like idiots. Let's leave. Because Zach wanted to try to sway the votes to keep mm-hmm. him and vote out Santina. Nobody decides, nobody feels like that's the right move for the game. Yeah. So Zach realizes he's about to get evicted. So what he does in a very childlike, tantrum-like way is, well, if Big Brother's not going to reprimand Hope and send him out, and if I'm not going to get the votes and they're about to evict me, I have to walk out on my own merits. Okay. And he leaves the game. He tries to get tied to, but Ty backtracks mm-hmm. in true Toronto man's fashion. Come for me if you want to. I said what I said. Fashion. I don't care. Um, wow. So, Zach is now out of the game. Out of the game permanently, or just he for walked the... out. Like he's out. Like he left. Big he Brother. gave up his opportunity to win because he was about to be voted out. Let me ask you something. It's probably a stupid question. Nope. Um, what do they get when they win? Hundred thousand dollars. That's not too bad. Canadian, yeah, Canadian in the U in the U.S. they get five hundred thousand. <clears throat> but anyway, there's a chance to win money here, and you have riled yourself up so much about an opportunity to ruin somebody, and it backfired that you choose to walk out of the game. Now, if you were in, let's say Zach's situation, mm-hmm. and you are the bad guy, are you doubling down and walking out because you don't want them to have the opportunity to vote you out, or are you pulling? No, I'd rather get voted out and let it. When it happens, it happens. I'm not walking away though. Right? I felt like Zach was. But I would say that for, I, I don't think I would go to this thing anyways because I just you know I just don't like drama to begin with and it's just too much. Um, <laughs> but if I were if I were there and I had to deal with the drama and I'm already there, yeah, I'm not leaving until I get you know pulled out of there. And that's kind of why I was as much as I don't like Ty, don't like him not even a little bit. Like mm. I think he's a jerk. But he was like. As they were contemplating leaving, he kept going, you know, maybe I'm taking this a little too seriously. It is a game we're playing and we didn't get the result we wanted, but we still have an opportunity to continue. How old are these men? Just out of curiosity. I think Ty's like in his late 20s. I think Zach's like probably in his late 20s, early 30s. Hope was like 25, 26. Oh. Yeah. Acting like a bunch of gossip girls. That's funny. Thank you. Like that's, <laughs> that's basically what I'm trying to say is I felt like they were behaving like brats in high school. Yeah. And the minute that the crew didn't decide to rally with them, they had to kind of either double down on their bullshit or backtrack. Yeah. One doubled down and left the game, one backtracked and then watched his homie leave. And because of that, Hope got to stay. He only got reprimanded for that week. I mean, was he really his homie? Because now he's gotten one person out of the game. <laughs> he's gone now. So. And he was, but no. Because... They were homies at that time, but he, out of sight, out of mind. He's gone now. But it now puts the target 
on time because Zach was the bigger target of the two. Mm -hmm. And so now for the other house guests, if they're like, if I'm going for somebody, Ty is the next person I'm going for. Well, as much as I don't like any of these people you're describing, (laughs) I feel like Zach is going to go and manipulate some people and just get a new crew. Well, he's out of the game now. So oh, Ty. Ty. I mean, Ty. Ty will try because he was trying to rally the girls mm-hmm. and another guy, Dan S. And it wasn't really working. That's why Zach knew he was going to go because the girls decide, weren't deciding. Because they were trying to do a girls alliance to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, Which never works. Because girls can't, girls can't rally. Let's talk about that. Sorry, I'm a woman, but let, let me tell you. Why? 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 <laughs> they should be able to. They're just not capable. Hormones synced up periods and shit. I I often feel like women have such an opportunity in these shows to rally together and be like, listen, I understand you want to pray. You you like Jeff and Jeff is cute and you Mm want to snuggle with Jeff and share some of your game bits with Jeff. Fair enough. But remember, he almost always has a guy alliance. Yeah. So there is value in us sticking together and you keeping some bits to yourself. If he leaves the game, and he doesn't want to date you after because you didn't share those bits, then that's a little bit, that's mm-hmm. a bit of a red flag all on its own. But women always choose dicks over each other. Oh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> they I, always do. I don't I, know why, but oh. like, I'm just going to blame the hormones and stuff because it doesn't, it's never worked in any of these weird shows that you watch. <laughs> I think <laughs> the girls, they always try yeah. to, but they only want to have an alliance when they no longer have an alliance with the males or when they notice the males that are, you know, grouping up elsewhere. Then they're like, all the women are like, yeah, let's all get together. Yeah, and it's, there's no women left at that there's point. There's no women left. There's like two or three, and then, you know. I feel like maybe it's because women have a competitive nature naturally mm-hmm. to be chosen by men. And when there is this uh, opportunity to join forces, you almost, like the song in Beyonce, where the lady, she's like, women are taught to see each other as competitors. Yeah. As, as adversaries, not as like let's collectively join together and do things this is why uh, reverting back zombie apocalypse men will be in packs of four and five and one woman men will be in packs of like huge huge like i don't know the wolves against the bears shit i don't know like they're just gonna have like communities and the women are be like oh i hate her exactly (laughs) you you took my bra you you i'm not hanging out with her i don't like her exactly and that's a huge problem like Like, fundamentally i don't understand why that is but we're bred to be competitive with each other. Agreed. Women can maybe run in packs of two and three, but there has to be a clear alpha. I wouldn't even say two and three, because three, I would say two. <laughs> two is probably safer, because if there's three, there's always going to be one person out, in yeah. a way. Whether it's, like, energetically, or there's something different about that person, I find that, like, if it's going to be women, groups could probably be groups of two would be, like, the healthiest. Okay, so in groups of two, do you think there can be two alphas or there has to be an alpha beta or well that's in male and female relationships there needs to be like no no i've noticed in men if a clear dominant male leader steps up Mm -hmm. then there's only often one other person who wants to challenge him for the role but men are more keen to be like top dog and then we're second and third (laughs) and then fourth and fifth they're willing to be on the list yeah because (laughs) there's a protector whereas women often are so used to having a male protector yeah. that when there is an alpha female protector, then it's this, wait, how come you get to be? Yeah. Who oh, gave you? I see what you mean. It'll all be like, well, why you? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. some other female will be like, let's revolt against her. And it's like, why? <laughs> why? Why can't we just let her I run get things? so angry when I watch these things that I'm just like, that al- being an alpha female is almost a detriment in these mm-hmm. sort of situations because you're an alpha female. 
So are you. Yeah, I know. There you go. So that's why. But you see, if it's just you and I, and we're both alphas. We work together. We, I, Yeah, we'll work together, and then we'll kind of, like, build off of each other's ideas. Versus yes. if we had a third person, she would either have to be a beta mm-hmm. and just go with what we're doing. Because so otherwise it'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Looking at her sideways. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's true. That's what I'm saying. Twos is always, like, it's just, it works out better. No offense. We will eventually have other people here, just so you guys know. But and you will saying, not be a beta. <laughs> you will not be you, a beta. You'll have to like speak talk. up for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Engage because we have. I think we just. I think for, speaking specifically for you and I. Yeah. Our our energies are naturally dominant. Mm-hmm. So I think the reason why we both work so well in conversations, especially, is because we know the rules of ebb and flow. Yeah. Like when I talk, you talk. When you talk, I talk. I listen. Like there isn't ever this feeling like I'm scratching to be heard because well, exactly you know like it's not yeah. a i don't feel I, this is gonna come off arrogant but i don't feel like i need to fight to be heard i know i'm gonna no, be no, heard. No. oh no girl i hear you <laughs> you are heard <laughs> so, but i mean so are you right like there's never a feeling yeah. of like i'm being ignored or being spoken over or or what are fighting to have my say like i mm-hmm. never i'm never worried about that well here's the thing mm-hmm. i've had female friends who have said the opposite opinion of me what do you mean in terms of because you're already alpha right mm-hmm. so i've had friendships with other women who are more beta and they feel like i'm a lot oh like i'm a lot and they don't they don't i've heard that before not from a lot of people but i've heard that before where they don't feel like they can say much but i i'm always like well that's a you problem <laughs> That's a you problem. If you can't fight and speak up, like, I can't help you shine. You got to do that on your own, you know? I think that comes from, because we are, as a, as Virgos, we can be quiet. Yes. Or loud. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's like, it depends it's, on the group. Dep- yeah. Depends on the environment. I feel environment. like we go with the energy. Exactly. Yeah. And if we're comfortable. Like, if I'm in a comfortable environment, I'm, I, Ori, Ori always tells me, you tend to command the energy like you tend to command yeah like, he's like, it's interesting to watch when you're talking people just everybody, stop and listen yeah everybody and like, says that i don't know how to i don't know how to turn that like, off i was just talking shit I don't yeah know why anyone's listening right i'm like i'm just i'm just saying stuff and people are like oh yeah but they're like yeah, laughing yeah. they're like you're so funny and i'm like oh really? i wasn't even joking right okay so joking maybe it, i always thought it was a me thing but maybe it is a virgo lady it, thing. It, it could be a virgo thing or it could just be i don't know I don't want to give it all to Virgos because I know some Virgos that are not like yeah. that. Yeah, so. no, no. I would say early September Virgos. Yeah, here, but yeah, September Virgos. Yeah, no, we yeah. do. We have a we have a specific set of skills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've, I've I have heard that before from people where they're just really? like, yeah, like anytime you talk, it just makes sense. I'm like, not for me. I'm always I'm like, like, I don't, I don't, nine times out of ten, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just shooting shit, and if it works, it works, but the way I say it, it makes people go, oh. Exactly. And I'm like, I, that, that's why at one point when I was in the fitness industry, they wanted me to sell, mm-hmm. because they were like, you would sell so good. And I'm like, here's the thing, though. Only if I'm interested in selling. I'll if I don't believe it. in it. If I don't trust it, if I'm not down with it. I ain't doing shit. I'm kidding. Yeah. 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 Because exactly. that was their big thing. They're like, you'd be so good at selling. I'm like, yeah, but the thing is, I sell things I like. I would sell myself. I wouldn't sell y'all. Yeah. I would not <laughs> be like, you got to work with. I'd be like, well, he's all right, you know. He's like, right. he's had his sleep and he's had his coffee and you come mm-hmm. midday. Otherwise, he's worth crap. Yeah. So. And that's the other problem is we give a little bit too 
too much honesty and people are like, whoa. Why? 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 Why is that we're not afraid to just be like, it's not that I'm not afraid. I am. I'm actually very careful about what I say, but just sometimes the filter just ain't there. So it's just going to, maybe coming out one way or another. Maybe it's not that we're, maybe it's more so like when I feel like the opportunity Mm -hmm. to, I feel like I've tread softly enough. And I'm at the now point now, it's like just you, like, you I got, gotta yeah, like, I, I got to say what I got to say so you yeah. understand yeah. where I'm coming from. Because I got to help you. spell it out to you. I got to break it down in layman terms. Yeah. Just be like, this is what it is. Yeah. Let me break it down for you. I actually did that the other day at work because I was like, we're not speaking the same language right now. Now I got to, now I got to, now I got to go all like, okay, when I say this, I mean this. Yeah. <laughs> Don't read between the lines. There isn't a great there's message. Nothing, there's nothing else to see but this. Yeah. I'm being as direct as I possibly can. Yeah. If you miss, if you miss it, I can't help you. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Not sorry. Yeah, I feel like that's something that we've, and that's kind of why I think you and I gelled so quickly is because we realized we were both direct. Mm-hmm. We were both clear, both honest. Mm-hmm. Not everybody likes that, though. No. And that's, but that's also why I felt like it's such a good thing to do for a podcast, because there will be topics where you and I will make, will agree to a point, mm-hmm. and then we'll not agree. Yeah. But we can have a conversation respectfully, maturely. Well, exactly. You know? With most people, though, I do take that stance. It's just, they take my directness as, like, Aggression? Aggressive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas I'm like... Let's agree to disagree. I don't like me not agreeing with you doesn't mean we're enemies. It right. just means like you run with that. Why I'm is it so run, hard? I'm just not going. I'm not running there with you because I'm not there. But you know, I can see that you're an intelligent person and you, you know, you think out things th- thoroughly. Yeah. So I'm not judging it. I'm just not going to agree with you. So you feel. Why do you feel like people take it take taking the term agree to disagree so like I've had people literally be like I want to change your mind and I'm just like no. My mind is not easily changed. Right. I'm also not easily swayed. Once I already have an idea of something, I will even listen to people if people give me advice. Um, like, I, I know other people where sometimes they'll give me advice mm. and I will listen to their advice, but listening to your advice doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to take your advice. Thank you for taking the time to tell me what you think and how you think I should do things. And I probably, sometimes I'll do it, sometimes I won't. Depends, Right. But other people have said to me, when I give my advice, it's more like, you're telling me what to do. I'm like, no, I'm not. It's, I'm doing what you do. I'm just more direct about it. And it comes off in a way that seems more like I'm trying to sway you. I'm not. I'm telling you. If, and I typically don't give advice unless someone comes to me with the same shit over and over again. If we have this conversation four or five times, mm-hmm. what you're doing is not working. So I'm going to give you another suggestion. <laughs> I'm going to give you something else to do. If you do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't. But don't bring that issue to me again. Once we have that conversation, don't bring it to me again. Like, we're done talking about it. That's it. You see, so. I feel like that is, that's exactly my position. Like, yes. I'm never trying to tell you. It might sound that way because of how I'm delivering it. Mm-hmm. But it's because I'm passionate because I've heard you talk about this before. Over and before. And, over. and, before. and yeah. it's like, okay, now I'm really going to try to help you. Mm-hmm. gently push you in the in the way that I feel I, I feel based on my visual and experience in life that this might be best for you and I get that people are like well I feel like you're telling me or you're trying to 
like you know how people always say to men you're mansplaining it to me yeah. i feel like i get oh my god i get that all the time right but from men right men are like why are you talking to me like that yeah like i'm a child and i'm like you acting like a child and, and <laughs> that's what they get like, they, like it's like child. this whole like you're talking to me like i'm stupid and i'm like I, I'm not talking to you like you're stupid, but you're doing stupid shit over and over yeah. and over and over and over again. So yeah. I'm trying to And then you're you. bringing it to me. I'm not asking you for this information. You're, bring, <laughs> you're bringing it to me four or five times, right? And now I'm like, okay. Let me help you. Na- na- let me help you help me because I'm tired <laughs> of hearing this shit. That's what it is. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> and that's, ladies and gentlemen, where I'm coming from. <laughs> yeah. So help, when- help me help you. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to hear okay. it anymore. Not that, but it's just like it's, in a nice way. It's frustrating it. when I feel like I'm like gently trying to help you, and I'm yeah. listening to you, and we're having the same conversation over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know, Karita, and then I'm like, I, I do, I do. So I know the answer. Tag me in. Pick me. Tag me in. Pick me. Okay, here's what you do, and I share, <laughs> and I, in my mind, I'm just sharing, yes. but apparently. It's not. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. So I need we to. We are a lot. I need to get to the point of where I'm, where Chanel is at, where I'm just like, I'm, I'm only going to share this advice with you once. And if you don't want to take it, that's your business. Yeah. But I no longer want to hear about it. Yeah. Because it is emotionally taxing on me a lot of times. It's, it is. But, but here's the thing. I have to learn with to detach. myself. You, yeah. You have to learn to detach yourself from trying to fix. Yeah. People, which actually took me a really long time, because now I'm really just trying to focus on fixing myself. But other people, I have boundaries now. Like, don't bring this shit to me more than once. Like, no, I would say, like, I'll give people maybe three times to bring the same story to me over and over again. I'm Mm going to tell you what I think, but we're not talking about it anymore. And I've actually had friends be like, I know you said you don't want to hear. There you go. See what you just said? Don't go there. I said I don't. I know you said you don't want me to talk about this anymore, but yeah, no, it, don't talk about it anymore. That's what that means. And I'm like, okay, bye, or I don't have capacity for this today. So, especially if you feel like people are coming to you mm-hmm. to talk to you about it, yeah, to maybe see if you'll slide in a bit of advice. Okay, but I've done that though. I already told you. And, yeah. you, and you're, you're doing it over and over and over and over again, and then you're calling me to cry about it. And then you get mad with how I deliver the message. Wouldn't you be irritated if every time you make a cake, you forget sugar, and I tell you to add sugar, and you don't add sugar, and then you come back and tell me the cake tastes like shit, and I told you to add sugar? Yeah. Eventually, I don't want to hear about the cake! Yeah. I also don't want to try your cake, because it's sugarless. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to eat your cake either! Go away! Yeah. Yeah. I just... Oh, okay, so... Yeah, no. It's... 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 We're... You know what? But we're all people we're all working on ourselves all the time so i do not all not all but most of us yeah. are trying to be better yeah. most of us are, are self-aware most of us are conscious and we're trying to you know just do things differently and that's the other thing like my i always tell people like you're doing the same thing over and over again and you're expecting a different result let's talk about the definition of insanity mm-hmm. do you want to continue this or you want something different if you're saying the results you're getting is not actually what you want, then just do something different. It's actually really similar. It's like simple. Yeah. Do something different. And then if that doesn't work, guess what? You have an opportunity to do something different again. Cause that's why you can just keep doing different things until it works. Why can't people just pick up on that? Just do that guys. Just do it. Do different things until it works. Or suffer in silence until you're ready to make a different. And I'm fine with people that suffer in silence. Not my problem. That's what I mean. Like if you know, deep in your gut, I'm not ready to do that because it's scary and the the chaos that I'm used to is what I'm used to. 
then B, stay in your chaos. And keep it Stay in your storm. Keep it Stay over there. Yeah. Keep, keep that rain over there. Yeah. But once you know you're ready and you're like, okay, I know I've talked to you about this before, but honestly, I'm ready to make a change. Can you just give me your insight? Mm-hmm. I will oblige you. I will bless you. Yeah. One last time. One last time. And pray you find the sunshine. But I need to start to just be like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Blinders on. Not, not, I don't want to hear exactly. it. I don't want to see it. What was it? I think I was watching, um, maybe it was a podcast or something with Taraji. Mm. And she was just like telling people to keep their rain cloud. When you're rain cloud, you stay over there. <laughs> For real though. For, For real. Because I'm trying to work on my sunshine and yeah. your rain. it. Your I, rain's blocking I, my sunshine. I, I can't be fighting my cloud and trying to protect myself from yours too. Go yeah. over there. Go over there. Go over there. <laughs> yeah. Take all your problems that you want to stay in. And there are actually a lot of people who... Because I was like this like a long time ago as I was so used to like chaotic, um, unpredictable situations that I would put myself into mm. a lot of them. Mm. And if I was in something that was like the calm of the storm, I was uncomfortable. Mm. This shit's too calm. It is just too predictable. I know that this person's being nice to me, but I don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I would just like crave a little bit more drama. Now I'm just like... I want peace in my life. I don't care who has to go. You know that you know that quote that TikTok where he's like, I don't want peace. I don't want peace. I want problems always. I want problems. <laughs> I, want, I want peace. Like I am keep I your want, problems. I don't want peace. I want Yeah, like he's like, There are people like that. Yes, and they he's want one. problems. He's one of them. No, I actually really You want take peace. your problem people with you and we will take our peace people all the way over here. Peace. Come on over, guys. Come here with the peace. <laughs> yeah. Problems over there. Over there. Yeah. Stay over there. Yeah. No, no. You're right. But yeah, I think we unpacked quite a bit today. Yeah. And I think with the discussion of peace, we will end on a peaceful note. Yeah. We're ending up. this. Yeah. Let's wrap this up and say, problematic people, stay away from us. And for the people who like peace... Yeah, we will. Doors open. See you next time. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to our Inside Thoughts Out Loud. Have a great day, guys. Or weekend, or week. Live your life. Peace.